What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. Today, I wanted to focus a little bit more on what I do as an online coach and not the mindset coaching so much and not the teaching women or men how to level up in their careers or in their life, but the fitness coaching aspect, like where it all really started, uh, why the business Body by Bonds exists is fitness coaching. And it sort of branched out a little bit since a big part of fitness is mindset. I I would say the bulk of your success in your fitness journey is going to be your mindset. And that's why so many women, especially the older women from the generation before me, why they all struggle, why they all tried every single diet and every single exercise routine, they never worked on their mindset. They just thought, if I ate this, then this will work. And if I don't do this, then this will work. And if I abstain from this, then this will work. And and they got so analytical and tried to get their their eating and, and the whole manipulating the system down to a science while neglecting the major work of the mindset. But anywho, um, I'm going to try not to get too deep into mindset and just give you some practical freaking advice. It's still mindset-based on why you're why you're not seeing the weight loss that you want to achieve quick enough, why the scale isn't budging, why you feel like no matter what you do, it's not working. And again, these are practical tips, but underneath them all, it's definitely a mindset thing. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop in. So the number one reason why the scale isn't budging is because you haven't fully committed because you're not fully sold on the fact that it can happen. I see this all the time. I see women who are ready, like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this. I'm ready to do this, blah, blah, blah. But in the back of their mind, mindset, they don't believe that they can actually make a change. They don't believe that if they do the shit that it's going to get them the results. Why? Because they've tried and failed so many times. And because they don't know truth from bullshit, because they don't know science from gimmick, They they it's very hard for them to differentiate science-based methods methods like the ones that I teach versus someone telling them to do keto or someone telling them to do, you know, all these crazy things like work out six days a week and only drink water and lemon water or make sure you have apple cider vinegar three times a day before you brush your teeth while pooping and you know, like all the crazy things that people do to lose weight. Those all sound the same, apparently, to me telling you, make sure you sleep, make sure you control your stress, watch how much food you put in. And make sure that you are staying active. I know, I know, I know it sounds like witchcraft. But for someone who's been down the road a thousand and one times, it just sounds like another, another, uh, just another regimen that they have to follow and hopefully it will work. But because they have been let down so much in the past, they're not ready to fully commit, even if it's something that, again, is science-based and, and can make a change for them. may not happen as quick and as fast, but it's going to make the change for them. So when you're not fully sold on an idea that something can work, you're not going to put all the effort in, right? Like if you don't think in a relationship that your significant other is 
really going to support you or really cares about you or if you don't really think that the relationship's not is going to last, you're not going to you're not going to put your all into it, are you? No, you're not. Okay? And that's with anything. It's the same thing here. When you're not fully committed to situations, you're not going to give it your all. And when you're not fully committed to a situation, everything else in the world is going to become more important. Oh my gosh, my mom had to be taken to the grocery store. There's no way I could have worked out. Oh my gosh, I, I had to go to dinner with family. There's no way I couldn't track the food. I didn't cook it. I'm like, well, what was on the plate? We had chicken. You couldn't log a piece of chicken. We had mashed potatoes. We had, really? You you absolutely could not stick to that because see, because they weren't fully committed. They didn't really believe that if they do these things, it's going to get the outcome that they want. And so because of it, they don't even try. That is the number one reason why the scale is not budging is because you people are not fully committing. They're not fully sold on the fact that this can work for them. So why would they put forth all of their effort? Number two, number two reason why people don't see the scale budge. And I've watched this happen to people so close to me, friends that were clients, family members, and I just wanted to squeeze them like, oh my gosh, will you get real? They're too attached to the outcome. They're too attached to the big win. Now, again, here's a little mindset shift. When you're trying to attract something into your life, one of the ways that you manifest a goal is to release attachment to the outcome. When I was trying to get this place and I wasn't sure if it was going to work and it seemed like it wasn't, I had to let it go. I was like, okay, if this is not meant to be, then it's not meant to be. And guess what? It was meant to be. It came back. Every time that I've had relationship issues, when it's meant to be. If I let go and stop trying to make him love me more, make him call me or make me, guess what, ladies, he will call you. When you stop being so obsessed with, with the outcome, when you stop, I have to make him call me today. I have to make, when you let go and you release attachment to things, they come, you know, it's true. You've experienced it too. And so when you're so attached to the outcome, I have to get under 200 pounds. I have to do, um, let's see, I have to get a, a size, I don't know waist sizes. What's small? I know what mine is. Let's say, I don't know, a 30 inch waist. I have to, right? When you're so attached to that big win, you're not even focusing on what's actually important, which is the small processes, the small steps, the small wins that are going to get you to that big outcome. So when you're too attached to the big outcome, it looks like this. Well, I did one workout, rushes to the scale. Did I lose weight? Did I lose weight? No. Oh my God, this isn't working. Being attached to the outcome is is doing one workout and expecting the scale to change. Being attached to the outcome is, okay, I did this one thing, this one thing. I had a salad today. So surely I will be lighter when I get on the scale this evening. (gasps) I'm not, oh my God, I hate, this isn't working. This isn't working. Why isn't this working? People do this all the time. When in reality, I know we want to lose 30, 40, 50 pounds. I get it. And I know that this process can be slow and that it can be painful. But if you would stop focusing on that number on the scale and focus instead on your small daily disciplines that are going to make the scale move, the scale will move. 
Now, I work with a lot of women who have, who are struggling with depression, who are struggling with uh, feelings of inferiority, self-consciousness, poor body image, all of that. And so for some of them, I tell them, throw your scale away for the love of God. Don't get on that scale because if it's not lighter and you freaking start spiraling down and now you don't want to work out because the scale didn't move and because you don't want to work out, now you're eating poorly. Now you're back to where we were. We started. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. Don't you touch that scale leave the scale alone, right? But when they start focusing instead on the scale not moving every six seconds and instead on, hey, I got my steps in. Hey, I did log on my food. Hey, I'm drinking my water. Oh, hey, my clothes fit better. Oh, hey, I had to move my watch down a notch on my on my wrist. When you start focusing on those small processes, when you finally do go back to check, you know, to check your progress on the big one, you'll finally start to see change. But as long as your emotions, your happiness, your frustrations, as long as all of that is dependent on whether or not the scale moves or doesn't move, you are going to be a freaking firecracker. You're going to be a loose cannon. When you're a loose cannon, you don't have control of your emotions. And that means that if you didn't lose the weight one day, get you're going to get mad. You're going to comfort eat. And guess what? Now you're going to make the scale go up even more. It doesn't happen that quickly, but I'm sure I'm trying to make a point here, guys. Stop being so attached to the outcome and instead be attached to your discipline, to your daily processes. You start doing that, you will see one hell of a difference on the scale. I promise you. Now, number three, the number three reason why women don't see the scale moving as quickly as they would like to is that they're overthinking it and making it too fucking complicated. It's not that serious, boo-boo. In the words of Lauren Hill, it could all be so simple. Like, like literally, like it could be so simple, but instead you want to overcomplicate it. I was, I had a, uh, a lady reached out to me this morning. She started messaging me in the middle of the night, like one, two, three AM. Her problem must've really been bothering her that she reached out to me, a stranger she's never met, just added me and starts letting me know, you know, she's ready to work with me. And I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm listening to her story when I woke up or we're going back and forth and, and I let her know like, Hey. Um, we're going to hop on a call next week and I need to know if you're ready to commit or not. Cause if not, like we're not, we're not going to be revisiting this for a month or a week. I already have plenty of women who reach out to me multiple times a month, Bonnie, I'm ready. And then they're not ready, Bonnie, I'm ready. And then they're not, I don't have time for that. You know why? Because people that do that, those women are still in the same situation. You know why? Because they can't commit because they're overthinking it. It's not that fucking serious. You either want to lose weight, you either want to solve this problem, or you don't, okay? It, it, what if this doesn't work? It's science. It's going to work. If you eat less and move more, take better care of your health, get good rest at night, get your hormonal levels under control, it's going to work. That's science. What are you overthinking? Well, what if it's hard? I just, like, uh, what do you mean, what if it's hard? It's supposed to be hard, Okay. It's called work out for a reason. It's work. It's going to be a journey. But guess what? When you put in work, you get stronger. When you go to work and you work hard for most places, in most cases, you get what? You get rewarded for your work, right? Why are you expecting something for nothing? 
This social media world, this world of surgery where, oh, well, I'm 250 pounds and I don't like it and I've tried everything. No, you haven't. So I'm just going to go get surgery and, and, and do this. And now, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I never, like every day I'm running into someone who's gotten weight loss surgery and now their metabolism is slowed down, their stomach is smaller and they can't do the things that I could help them do to help them lose weight, like helping them learn to eat more to speed up their metabolism. There's no more speeding up that metabolism because the weight, the amount of food that they can eat is capped. And, and because the amount of food that they can eat is capped, we, I can't give them the same kind of workout plans I could give someone whose body is functioning the way that it was supposed to be functioning. So if you've already gotten the surgery, I'm not saying you're damned, you know, to be like forever. I know that eventually you guys are going to reach your goals or you've already reached them because of the surgery. But I know this, I'm speaking specifically to people who don't want to work hard and are using that as a cop out. There's no, there's no, nothing replaces the rewards of hard work. Nothing replaces the rewards that you get from knowing that you busted your ass for something and now you can see the results, right? Even if, when I go buy a new car, I'm so proud of the work that it took me to be able to go buy that new car, right? It's not the same as when your kids just give you, when, when you're a kid and your parent just gives you a car, you'll crash that junk so fast because you didn't work hard for it. And that's the same thing that I've seen happen with so many women that go get this surgery because they don't want to do the work or because they're frustrated because they don't have the mindset to stick through because the scale wasn't budging in time because they were focusing on the big win instead of the little wins and the small processes and because they never fully committed to it because they didn't think it could happen. These same women end up gaining the weight back or struggling to lose weight on other areas of their body because of all the science I just explained. Because they can't lift as much because they don't have the energy to because they can't eat as much. Or fat loss is a global thing. You can't, you can't, you cannot spot target fat loss. Your body has fat stored for you for later energy for survival purposes. You don't get to pick where it decides that they come off. But because you're mad that it's not coming off of the place that you want it to in the amount of time that you wanted it to, you decide, well, I'll just go get it cut off. I'll just go get it sucked off. And when you do that, you disrupt how your body functions and how it burns fat. And so that's why you'll see women who go and get the stomach done, but they still have all that, the extra skin or the extra weight on their arms or in their face or in their legs. Increasing your metabolic powers, how you get rid of those things. You can go get surgery on your face now. You can go surgery on your arms. You guys understand how this works now? This is why it's so important to not be relying on the scale for progress, but you sticking to your daily disciplines because if you stick to it, it's going to work. I know you've seen people that have lost hundreds of pounds. Now, what makes you think that they can lose hundreds of pounds, but you can't lose 30, 40, 50 pounds? It's a mindset thing. You gave up before you even started. That's why. And I went off so far from where I was supposed to be thinking about, but that just gets me so worked up because these doctors don't explain to you guys the science of fat loss and why it's taking so long or why this is not a good idea for long term. You're still going to have that extra skin in other places because you haven't worked to burn the fat off. So another reason why Getting back to the main point, why the scale isn't budging about you overthinking and making it too complicated. My favorite one is, well, what if I don't like it? 
Like if they don't like the workouts, if they don't like the diet or whatever. Now, granted, you should move in a way that you enjoy because then you'll like it. Right. But at the same time, what are you, five years old? Oh, if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. You're an adult. Your life isn't about getting to do what you want. It's not about going to recess and taking naps and eating cupcakes whenever you feel like it. You are an adult. Uh, Part of being awake every day, unless you're living your dream job, and even then, is doing stuff that you don't like. I love lifting weights, but guess what? In order for me to maximize my caloric expenditure each day, I got to do cardio. I don't like cardio, but you know what? I do it. You've got to get out of your mind that if you don't like doing it, you don't have to do it. That's why you're struggling because you only do what's desirable to you. You don't grow as a person if all you do is what's fun. That's why people talk shit about the grown men, and I don't mean the grown men that work, but the grown men that don't have a job, that still live at their mom's house and play video games all day long, they don't do anything they don't want to do. Go get a job. I don't want to get a job. Clean up. I don't want to clean up. I don't want to do anything but play these games all day long. All they're doing is what they feel like doing. And because of that, they have not grown. They have not been put in the situations that would challenge them. They have not been put in anything that would make them have to step out of their comfort zone and level up and become better. And because you don't want to do anything that you don't like to do. Oh, I don't want to go cardio. I don't want to go to the gym. Oh, coach, you gave me these workouts. I don't want to do them. I want to do Zumba. Well, keep on doing that shit because obviously it's going so well for you, right? No, in most cases, it's not. You've been doing what you liked for this long and look where it's gotten you. At some point, you got to wake up and realize that, yes, this is hard work, but it is so worth it. And eventually it doesn't become work or it stops becoming work, right? Some people who hated exercise and they first started working with me grew to love it. And now it is their life. They are healthy, they are active, they are vibrant, they are strong, they are fit, they are flexible, they are confident. They have all these things that you say that you want, but you're not willing to work for it or you don't believe that it can happen, so you don't work for it. And the last thing that I'm going to touch on is that if you're working with a coach or if you're looking to work with a coach, I'm going to tell you this, you need to be coachable. You need to be coachable. You need to let your guard down and let them fucking coach you. I don't care if you are a coach. I'm a fitness coach and I hired a fitness coach to help me get my shit together. I let him coach me. Every week when I fill out my check-in form, it's the same questions that I ask my clients. And guess what? I answer them truthfully and let him coach me. Even though I know the answers to my problems. Bonnie, you're not sleeping enough. Bonnie, like I know these things. But I'm going to let him coach me. And guess what? It's working. I had a coach reach out to me recently and she let me know she's 20 years into the game, not a fitness coach. And that, you know, she's got clearly more experience than me in her field than I do in mine. And and, and since we're in similar fields, she let me know, you know, I'm going to be a tough cookie. But I also I because I know all the tactics and she's already basically letting me know that she's not coachable. And before we could even get on the call, I let her know, listen, I work with people that are ready to take action. We're not going to go back and forth. I need to think about it. I need to think about it. I work with people that are ready to take action. And she said, nope, that's a red flag. I don't do that. And then in my head, I'm thinking, and that's why you're stuck. You coach other people. You tell them how to make their lives better. But when someone, you're, you're, you reached out to me 
And now you're not going to let me coach you. That's the problem. That's why you're stuck. And I got, and I've run into that problem a lot, especially with women that are older than me or who have been doing their job, whatever it is, longer than me. Obviously you've been doing your job longer than me. You're older than me. That's how, that's how time and math works. But the problem is, is that when you get so uh, advanced in our ages, we get stubborn and we decide that we know more or that we, there's nothing anyone younger than me could possibly tell me. One of my, I literally just hired someone that used to be my student. I used to tell this kid how to get his shit together. He was a hot mess express. And now he is doing phenomenal in his business and his finances. And I've just hired him to help me with my finances. Imagine if I had the mindset of, oh, well, I've been life coaching and mindset coaching and fitness coaching longer. So you can't coach me on my finances and I'm not going to listen. That's insane. Whatever he tells me that I need to do, I'm going to do it. He says I needed to take advantage and and purchase his program right away. I'm not going to sit here and think about it. I've had time to think about it. I know what he offers. I know what I want. He's got what I want. He's offering what I want. What else is there to think about? So guys, that's it. You're overthinking and you're making it more complicated than it has to be. If it's what you want and it's what you need to do to get what you want, Stop fucking overthinking it and take action. You're stuck right now because you won't take action. So again, to recap, top three reasons why the scale isn't budging. Number one, you need to fully commit to the process and you haven't done that yet because you don't fully believe that it is real. And my suggestion is that you need to find a coach who you know, like, trust, and believe in to help you reach those results so that you will fully commit. Number two, you need to let go of the big win and focus on the small daily wins. Stop focusing on whether or not the scale went up and down. My first two weeks into my fitness program with my new coach, the scale went up to two pounds. You know where I'm at today? 10 pounds lighter than I was in my heaviest week in the program. Let it fucking go. Focus on the small daily disciplines. Number three, you need to quit being so damn extra and overthinking it. If it's what you want and this is what you need to do to get what you want, then you need to do what you got to do to get what you want. That's it, guys. I hope that this woke somebody up. This is tough love from Coach Bonds. I love you guys so much that I cannot sit here and watch you fuck around and make excuses for why you don't have the body, the life, the relationship, the life that you want. So if you know someone that needs to hear this episode, please make sure that you share it, send it to them, listen to it with them in the car. If you know they're stubborn, uh, make sure that you screenshot this while you're listening to it, share it in your stories, tag me at body by bonds. And I would love to connect with you and hear from you guys. If you need some help on your journey, if you need some tips and you're not already following me again, it is at body by bonds on Instagram and at boss bod bonds, B-O-N-S on TikTok. So until next time, guys, stay strong, uh, drink your protein or eat it, lift heavy. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Just keep your head up. You like that? How I ended it all nice and sweet. Keep your head up. No, but seriously, guys, keep pushing. Don't let discouragement settle in. Don't let your mind wander. Don't let yourself give up on yourself before you reach the thing that you want the most. I love the shit out of you guys. Have an amazing day. I'll see you next week. Peace.